Hi everyone, welcome back to the Commitment to Growth podcast. This is your host Mariana speaking and thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of the podcast. Hello, hello. How are you doing today? It is so lovely to be behind the mic again talking to you today. I hope you're well. I hope this episode finds you well. And thank you for choosing the Commitment to Growth podcast as your daily dose of podcasts, as your daily dose of self-improvement. And I hope you're excited to be here today because I am so excited about the conversation that we are going to have today. It is about a kind of niche topic that I have been really obsessed over over the last couple of weeks, really, especially kind of as we geared into 2022. Today, we are talking about having a systems mindset versus a goals mindset. And we will get into all of that and explain what all of that is in the episode. But I'm particularly excited to talk about this today because it's something that I have seen kind of slowly permeating and making its way into more mainstream sources um, that share personal development like YouTube, podcasts, um, Instagram reels. There's more people talking about it and I became really curious in the concept of creating a system versus having a mindset that was driven by achieving a particular goal. And once I kind of dove into it, since then it has made such a change in my life and how I've navigated my goals and my roadmaps towards those goals. And so if you are someone who is looking for ways to start being more actionable and more effective when it comes to achieving your goals and setting goals and developing successful roadmaps towards those goals, then this episode is for you. And I hope that you gain a lot of valuable insight from it because, uh, wow, I have planned this. I Full full disclosure, I recorded this episode a few weeks ago and got super into it as I was recording and then finished and was like, you know what? I didn't say everything I wanted to say. So this is take two at our systems versus goals episode and I am really excited and I hope you are too. So without further ado, let's dive right into the knowledge that I have to share with you today. Before we do that, I do want to take a quick second to acknowledge that this episode is being recorded from the land of the Lekwungen peoples who are represented by the Songhees and Esquimalt nations, as well as the Wasanich peoples who are represented by Sartlip, Sayout, Saikam, Pakwichin, and Malahat nations who continue to have a bond, a relationship to their ancestral land, to this ancestral land. And today I acknowledge my privilege as a visitor and an uninvited settler to this land with privilege. And I recognize that I benefit directly from the land and that my stance here needs to be effective It needs to be intentional and my actions as an uninvited settler need to continue to be rooted in with the intention of helping and drawing attention to the communities that are continuing to be oppressed and silenced by the ongoing systems of discrimination and hatred and 
oppression and bias that permeate our societies and as such today as an ally i extend my hands i extend my heart to those communities and i encourage you as a listener to be open to continue learning to continue getting uncomfortable and to continue extending your own hand when it comes to allyship when it comes to discomfort and when it comes to being willing to shape your perspective as it pertains to being somebody who is empathetic and willing to support in ways in which we are needed and not in ways and not in ways in which we think we are needed so that is this week's uh, land acknowledgement and i hope that you are continuing to do this allyship work on your own time outside of this podcast Okay, so let's dive into developing a systems mindset versus a goals mindset. Now, the first thing I want to say is that today's episode is largely inspired by the work of James Clear, who, if you don't know, is the best-selling author of the book Atomic Habits, which I actually admittedly have not had the good fortune of reading yet. It's very much on my list of to-dos, but I have been subscribed to James's newsletter for a very long time and recently got to partake in kind of an email newsletter workshop thing (laughs) that he hosted in which he was for a couple of weeks sending three weekly lessons that talk about systems and how to build systems in your life that give rise to your goals that are very much built off of the principles taught in Atomic Habits. And I gained so much knowledge from this little workshop series and so much of the knowledge that I learned there is being implemented into today's episode. So I just want to give so much credit to James because his work is incredible. There's a reason why that book has been the best-selling New York Times bestseller for a number of years now, to my understanding. And truly, I think that this concept of systems is something that has the power to be implemented by anyone and everyone, but also to reshape how we are approaching the goals and the milestones that we are setting for ourselves. And it is transforming how we view progress and how we actually start embracing and engaging with the process that it takes to achieve these big goals that we are doing um, and setting out for ourselves to do. So just wanted to give a disclaimer because his work is amazing and I completely admire it. And you'll, if you follow my podcast Instagram, then you know that I recently did a reel uh, talking about one of James' quotes from the book and talked about how it can serve you this new year because uh, we are now into, my gosh, the last bit of February as you're listening to this. And it's been a wild ride. And I know that new year resolutions can be such a slippery slope for a lot of people so if you haven't checked out that reel go check it out because it has some valuable information and i think that uh, it might give you some encouragement uh, as it pertains to this episode as well so first as we get into today's content i want to ask you the following question how many times have you set a goal for yourself and soon after beginning on your path towards achieving this goal you found yourself discouraged for either one or multiple of the following reasons. One, because you 
hadn't made the progress you thought you would have made at the point in which you were reflecting on your path. Two, how many times have you lost motivation to keep working towards your goal because the end point seemed so far away? And three, how many times have you changed your goal or stopped going after it altogether because you thought it was realistic, because you were discouraged and disappointed with the amount of progress that you had made towards it in whatever time frame you had given yourself? Now, I'm sure that you answered, yes, I can relate to at least one of those questions. And A, that is totally okay. That's why we're here today. I am also very much one of those people. I am somebody who gets so discouraged so quickly when I don't see results and when I don't see exponential growth. And that is a reason why implementing this mindset and this outlook on goals and progress as it pertains to having a systems mindset into my life has helped me so much because it has allowed me to take my focus away from making huge leads and making exponential progress in a short amount of time which I think is something that is like really kind of talked about you know like I see this a lot on TikTok um I see a lot of kind of social media managers talking about you have to do this and this to gain 10,000 followers in three hours. And um, if you don't do this, then you're not successful. Um, And if it's that simple and it's like, I, I think that true meaningful work takes time to develop when it is coming from the place of intention of service and when you're serving people, when you are producing work to put out into the community that you want to be received by people from the depths of your being and really from your heart and from the message that you is unique to you and be it your brand, your podcast, whatever it is, it's something that takes long because not only are you discovering yourself along the way, as you are producing content, as you are discovering your voice, but you're learning as you go. And because you're learning and because you're observing your progress, you're growing in your area every single time that you deliberately sit down to track or analyze your progress. And that's why I've loved implementing this mindset into my life because it has really allowed me to stay intrinsically motivated for way longer and has really allowed me to appreciate the smaller wins. So that's a whole other conversation and we're going to get into that as we dive into systems. But I think a really good place to start actually is to first define what a system is and what a systems mindset is as it pertains to today's episode. So let's first define systems. So systems are a series of easy action steps that we are able to implement into our daily routines or our every other day routines that are easy to act upon and serve as the foundation that gives rise to the results and the success that we are aiming for in the big picture. Okay, so we're going to talk about all that in a second. Now, how do you develop 
a systems mindset. It involves you taking your goal and using that as your initial point of direction and then tracing back the steps that you need to take to achieve your goal. But underneath that, it is tracing the goal back to the identity that you want to develop and want to take on that embodies the goal that you are setting out to accomplish. Now, what does this mean? So let's take the example of a Olympian, okay? Where we'll do a gold medal sprinter because this is the track and field is the sport that I'm most familiar with. So a gold medal sprinter got on the podium. We'll do a 100 meter sprinter. This individual was on the podium and his success is a reflection of the systems that were implemented to make them a gold medal athlete, right? So let's say achieving a gold medal is the dream and getting on the podium. So first step is, okay, we need to get our 100 meter sprint under 10 seconds per se, even like between nine and 10 seconds, ideally closer to nine, right? Okay. So in order to get our time to that, we need to increase our speed of running. Okay, to increase our speed of running, we need to develop power, agility, and strength in our legs, our body, in order to allow us to propel ourselves to those speeds, right? It means that we need to start tracking and observing our progress daily or as often as possible to see the areas in which things might be going wrong or things may be going sideways that are not supporting our path towards that goal, right? That also means having a diet that supports the strength and the agility that we want to develop. That means having a solid sleeping routine. It means having a solid training routine. We need a coach that is well-versed in track and knows how to give adequate advice as it pertains to a sprinter, right? So now we're building a team of people, habits, routines that are going to give rise to this goal, right? But that isn't even the system or where the system starts, we'll say. The system starts first with defining what makes a gold medal athlete. What identity does a gold medal sprinter need to have, need to develop to then go through the process of committing to a rigorous training plan and how that identity is going to support those areas in which we are committing to, right? So what's actually the starting point of the system is the identity that we choose to tie to the goal and to ourselves because when we, and I'll talk about this later in the episode as well when we talk about actually developing our own system, but when we are able to attach an identity to the goal that we want to achieve and when we are able to embody that identity then the goal becomes central to who we are and it allows us to stay intrinsically motivated for longer it makes the goal more important to us and it makes it feel like it's not that far off because that's that's the issue right is that when we have a goal mindset we think that it's this far away thing that we have to achieve when in reality it's all about embodying it like not like we've already achieved it, not like faking it till you make it kind of thing, but making it intrinsic to us so that it's 
intrinsically important to who we are and important to how we see ourselves and how we show up in our system to achieving that thing. So the other thing I really love about systems is that the core, I guess the core learning outcome, we'll call it, the core ability that systems are focusing on for you to develop is the art of showing up. And that is the beauty behind the small steps that we're going to talk about today that you perform when you are doing your system on a daily basis. There's small actions that seem so insignificant, but are really supporting you in much more ways than you think. But because they're so small, they allow you to do them really easily and they're ensuring that you show up. And I think that's such an underemphasized ability that we all need to actively and consistently work to develop is the art of showing up for ourselves and being accountable about the things that we set out to do. Because when we fail to do that, then everything else collapses, right? And not only does the path towards our goal collapse, but so does our faith in ourselves to actually continue setting and achieving goals down the road. So we're going to get into all of that throughout this episode. So I'm super excited. I hope that was a good introduction to systems versus goals mindset. And now let's talk about why this is important, why having a goal mindset can lead to discontent and the benefits of developing a system and how to do so in an effective manner in your own life. So first, let's talk about why having a goal mindset can lead to discontent. When you have a goal-oriented mindset, your primary focus is the goal, right? It is this far away thing that you have to work towards every single day, most often, to achieve, right? And because the goal feels like it is so far away, what's really motivating you to work towards it is the feeling that you think you'll get when you accomplish the goal, right? So this is a form of extrinsic motivation. And from what we know from science, from multiple psychology studies, is that extrinsic motivation is very short-term. It is not sustainable because it fades easily and because it is replaceable, essentially. When we have a goal mindset, because the extrinsic reward is fueling your process and because we are perceiving that this goal is this faraway thing that we that is so far out of reach and we have to continue making progress towards every single day, we are more likely to quickly fall off the path towards the goal and thus more likely to not even end up seeking the goal at the end of the day. And what's really important to keep in mind here is that when we make the mistake of using extrinsic motivation to fuel our progress and relying on this feeling that we think we're going to get when we achieve the goal, we fail to consider the phenomenon of hedonic adaptation. What this phenomenon states in psychology is that even once we've achieved the goal that we have been working towards for weeks, months, years, because we are human beings and because we are reward seekers, that is our dopamine working for us there and doing wonders for us there, clearly, 
we will still be dissatisfied because we tell ourselves, oh my gosh, we're going to feel this way when we achieve this thing. So I just need to keep working to achieve this feeling. And then you get the feeling and it's not at all what you expected it to be. Then how do you expect yourself to seek goals later? Because you're going to know that, well, it's not gonna really going to matter when I achieve it because I'm just going to want to want more, right? So what this creates is a scarcity mindset. Because if you start focusing on how happy you'll be and how relieved you'll be once you finally achieve this faraway thing, then the, this makes the process towards achieving that goal not at all enjoyable because you're just focused on showing up every single day to get a step closer to that feeling. When in the reverse, when you are focused on the progress and on the process that you have to develop for yourself to get to that milestone, you're not only able to enjoy the view around you much more, but you learn so much from that too, because you're observing your progress and because you are actively and consistently observing the areas that you have to improve to be faster in your progress, to make the process more effective, to make it more enjoyable, etc., etc. We'll get into that in the next section, but essentially with a goal mindset, you have a scarcity mindset. And the more that you continue to make the feeling that you think you're going to get when you achieve the goal, your extrinsic motivator, the more likely you're going to be to lose your accountability and to stop actually committing to your process of achieving your goal. So now how does a systems mindset allow us to more effectively and more efficiently achieve the goal versus having a goal-oriented, extrinsic motivating mindset? Systems are focused on consistency over intensity. And this is why they are so effective is because systems rely on building a foundational framework that gives rise to our goals by focusing on easy, actionable, long in time duration steps that we can implement into our routines on a daily or other day basis that allow us to take small incremental steps towards the bigger picture. And I love the concept of consistency over intensity because I also think that that is, well, I don't think I know. <laughs> I think that I know that is also a big key that plays into why we don't end up achieving goals when we set out with like a big goal mindset that isn't focused on the process leading up to it, right? Because when we go all in, when we tell ourselves, okay, I'm going to start running every single day, as an example, when we've never run in our lives, our brains get so intimidated and so overloaded by the idea of how much it's going to hurt, how much commitment it's going to take, how much pre-planning we got to do, all that work that goes behind running every single day, that they go into overload, they are anticipating how much discomfort that is going to take, and as such, become quickly discouraged and quickly send us into right back to where we started before we set out to do the goal. So systems are effective because they rely on a foundation that is focused on, okay, how can I take micro steps on a daily consistent basis versus thinking that going all in 
is going to, it's what's going to lead to success. So because we are focused on looking at areas and times in our day in which we can implement these small actions, we are focusing on the progress that it's going to take to get to that goal, right? So for example, one of the systems that I have recently, and I am in no way a professional at this, I'm still getting, I'm still getting the hang of it. Um, but a system that I'm currently trying to develop in my own life is how can I be more consistent as it pertains to my social media creation so I can better establish my social media presence as a podcast host and as such attract an audience that I can touch my work with and who are going to benefit from my work. And so if that's kind of like the big picture idea, we'll call it, then building back is okay. I need to post maybe once a day. I need to engage in other people's content at least once a day, right? Those aren't as specific as it's going to get. We're going to get into this kind of like how to specify them more later in the episode, but you can see how I've now broken this big picture thing into, okay, this is going to take me maybe two minutes to post a reel one day that I filmed and maybe five minutes to go and engage with people's content, right? If I really am crunched on time, because I also realize that uh, there's a lot of social media managers out there who preach that you actually should be doing it more often, um, especially now with Instagram Instagram's algorithm, but because I'm a full-time university student, I have scarce time. So um, you can now see how I've traced this big picture back into small steps, right? Then where it becomes cool and where it becomes focused on the progress is that, okay, yes, I scaled my big goal back to a small step, which was, we'll take the example of posting a reel a day, right? Now, the feedback that I'm receiving is how this reel is doing in terms of engagement, right? In terms of how many people are resharing it, people commenting on it, people liking it, people seeing it, right? And because you're analyzing those smaller steps and seeing how they are reflecting and giving rise to the success that you're aiming for, it becomes so much more about the process because if you're not getting the results that you want to see, then it's something about your system, right? You don't have to you don't have to throw the goal out the window or tell yourself that I'm just not meant to do this goal. I'm not meant to um, be this person. I'm not meant to be the successful podcast host. It's okay. How can I readapt my system? And as an example, it's allowed me to really enjoy content creation because it's way more intentional now. I'm still like I said. I'm still growing. I'm still learning, but. What I've learned, I'll share some advice with you all, um, is that when you're somebody in my niche, like I guess like the self-help niche is what it's considered nowadays, is that your content has to answer a problem. It has to answer a question and that is the value that it adds, right? Those are the reels that for me have done the best. And so that feedback allows me to say, okay, what big picture problems do I want to help people solve? And how do I relate them to my big mission? And all this stuff. So you can see how these smaller steps are not only giving rise to the bigger picture goal, but they are giving you feedback. And 
the results that you're getting is a reflection of the effectiveness of the small steps that you've implemented into your system. And it's made it so much more enjoyable. And the, that's the other thing about systems is that because you're now focusing on the process, you are enjoying it so much more. You're learning so much more about yourself. And you're also developing and growing in so many more areas than just the goal that you set out to initially achieve, right? Because now you have to, so in my, I will go back to the real example, right? Okay, now I need to reflect on what questions I want to answer, what problems I want to solve. So now it requires me to do deep inner work to ask myself, well, what purpose do I want to serve in people's lives, right? What, how is my message going to be delivered more effectively? Maybe I need to be more confident in my speaking. Maybe I need to be more emotional in my speaking per se to kind of engage more people. So it's cool because you're growing in so many areas of your life, even though you initially set out to only do this one thing. And that ties back to the identity aspect that I mentioned earlier about systems, which is another thing that they really focus on is how are you tying your goal to an identity that you are then embodying every single day and as such becoming the version of yourself that you want to be and feel with this this goal not simply achieving the goal and it's been amazing it's been such a fun time and that is a, a, as best quoted by James Clear the best source of intrinsic motivation is when a goal is inherent and intrinsic to who you are as a human being because not only is that intrinsic motivation like I mentioned but because you are embodying that version of yourself by taking small stepwise actions every single day the focus is taken away from achieving the goal and instead becoming something becoming someone and especially like I mentioned becoming someone that is accountable and shows up so Benefits of systems, to recap, allows you to focus on the progress, not the goal. They are easy and actionable steps that you can implement into your routine every single day that contribute and compound over time towards your goal, but also lead to intrinsic motivation because they make your goal central to who you are as a human being. All right, so now that we've broken down what a systems mindset is, what systems are, and the benefits of having a systems mindset... Let's dive into the steps that I have outlined and created for you here today. The five steps that you're going to want to take to create an effective system in your life that gives rise to a goal that you are dreaming of achieving. So the first step in this action plan is I want you to figure out one goal, just just one, that you want to achieve and then you're going to tie this goal to an identity so for example as i mentioned at the beginning of this podcast if you want to start running you are going to flip that narrative to you want to be a runner you want to flip the narrative from you want to have a five-figure business to you want to become a successful business owner you want to flip the narrative from I want to have a good relationship to I want to be a kind partner, for example. So, 
as I mentioned earlier, this isn't the same as the fake it till you make it principle, right? It's This is allowing you to embody the habits that you're going to be developing over the course of this journey and make them part of your identity to increase their importance if you're in your mind. This also makes the goal feel not distant and something that is already a part of you and something that you are already capable of being, right? When you take on this identity, you're better able to think like someone who is already a six-figure business owner or a good partner or a professional runner because now you've stepped into the role and this is intrinsic motivation. So if you're struggling to do this, I want you to think of something that you already are, something that maybe people already describe you as, and look at the evidence in your life that supports this part of your identity. So, for example, if your friends often tell you that you are a really kind person, what actions do you take on a day-to-day that feed into this part of your identity? Do you buy them coffee randomly just to surprise them? Do you tend to say hi to people on the street um, as you're walking past them? Do you frequently give up your seat on the bus to someone of older age or someone who is less able-bodied? Do you send nice texts to your friends? Do you call them often? So what evidence can you find that supports this part of who you are and Once you've done that, then that will really allow you to really narrow down how you can then tie your desired goal to to an identity that you want to embody and is important to you too because that's the other thing is that you don't want to just be a successful business owner. What defines a successful business owner to you? A business owner with intention, a business owner with meaning, with purpose. Define it on your own terms and not by anybody else's. That's really key in this step is that this identity should be integral to you and your values and your beliefs. And that's what's going to make it effective and exciting for you to take this on. So step one, figure out one goal that you want to achieve and then tie it to an identity. Step two is I want you to ask yourself, what defines someone with your desired identity. And then I want you to pick one, two, three small actions that scale these big picture traits down into something that can be acted on every day or every other day, as I mentioned. So the key here is we are focusing and reinforcing effectiveness over intensity with small actions. So for example, like I mentioned earlier, if you want to be a successful podcast host or paid Instagram creator, you need to start attracting viewing and thus you need to increase your social media engagement. How you do this is by posting once a day. That's your small action. A successful runner, for example, stretches every night for at least five minutes. Or a productive person, so this is an identity, schedules their day the night before, right? So this is now thinking from the perspective of somebody who is embodying the identity that you are making central to who you are and the identity that you want to reflect the goal that you're setting out to achieve. So 
Again, ask yourself what defines someone with your desired identity and pick one to three small actions that you can implement into your routine and are easy to achieve on a day-to-day that will over time lead to compound effects towards the goal that you're setting out to achieve. Now, step three is I want you to further break down the one, two, three small action that you identified in the previous step into one to five minute habits that you can implement into your daily routine that ensure you show up. So now we've gone from embodying the identity that we want to become, choosing small actions that give rise to the bigger picture goal, and now we are scaling down even further into smaller actions that are not only providing compound effects, but ensuring that we are being accountable and showing up to do those smaller actions in step two. So the goal is to start small, and while this may seem insignificant, this is important because it creates less resistance. Our minds will become too discouraged and anxious if we try to focus on intensity and act too big, and like I said, this makes us way more likely to fall off the path sooner. So these habits will not only reinforce the identity that we are embodying, but because they're small, because they're easy, because they are short-lived, they become automatic and ensure that you keep showing up long-term. So, for example, instead of meditating for 10 minutes, meditate for one. Going for a run becomes setting your running clothes out the night before, or if it's stretching every night for you, then maybe you lay out your yoga mat in the afternoon. Being more productive, or like I mentioned in step two, maybe planning your day the night before becomes laying out your pen in the afternoon or your pen and notepad in the afternoon to then plan out your day in the evening. Being more hydrated, being a more hydrated person becomes pouring a glass of water and leaving it by your bed every night. Having a smoothie every morning becomes taking out the blender every night. So you can see how What matters is that these small actions is that they start the process for you. They are the catalyst that then puts you in the mindset of, okay, I have already done the first step. The rest is easy, right? Because that's what we struggle the most with as people is just taking the initial step and committing to the process. And what these small habits are doing for us is they're kickstarting us into go mode, into commitment mode, and starting the process for us in a very easy introductory way. So these really are the systems. These really small, seemingly insignificant actions are what is important to ensure serve as a foundation for the smaller and then bigger actions that we are taking towards our goals. So step three is to break down the one to three small actions that you outlined in step two and break them down into one to five minute habits that you can implement before the action you outline in step two and put you into go mode for committing to your process. Step four is to intentionally schedule your tasks into your day. So your 
one to five minute habits and your one to three small actions using what are called implementation intentions. Implementation intentions are specific plans to perform a given action at a specific time and a specific place. So, for example, I will go for a run at 7 a.m. at the track behind my house. So, why these are important is because they make the pro- the process even easier, the plan even easier, the action plan easier, because... We have made everything specific. We have taken all the work out of deciding where to go, deciding what time, what time is best, yada, yada, into here is the action plan. And once you have that action plan, then you can build your one to five minute habits off of it. So the sentence that I want to be a key part of your routine building every day or every night or whenever you set up your routine for the day or wherever you're tracking your system and designing it, is I will insert behavior at insert time at insert place. You've got three blanks to fill. Now, what's important here is that you have to choose the times and the places that you will be the most successful. So if your goal is to journal more in the mornings, or if you want to start going on a run more in the mornings, but your mornings are super busy and make it really hard for you to achieve those, then schedule the activity in the evening. You have to schedule these events in, in a time frame that you are sure will give rise to them. Further, I want you to schedule your little short duration habits before your bigger actions to ensure further success, to kick you into that go mode. So In the example of running, I will lay out my running shoes at 8 p.m. by my front door. So that's now your two-minute habit. Then this is followed by, I will go for a run at 7 a.m. at the track behind my house, right? So you have now taken your one-minute habit, put it before your bigger action, kick-started yourself into go mode, and you're good to go. (laughs) you're pretty much good to go, right? It's that simple. And if you want to further increase your accountability on this one, bring a friend. This is totally allowed. Do not feel like systems are something that have to be unique and can, you know, confined by you. And no, like you're allowed to bring people in to support you along this journey. So for example, you can make a plan to work out with a friend, journal with a friend over FaceTime, make smoothies with a friend, cook with a friend, whatever your goal is, because this will further reinforce the implementation intention and make sure you show up because now you have to worry about potentially letting a person down if you don't follow through with it. So step four, intentionally schedule your tasks into your days using implementation intentions and to potentially make it more fun and increase your odds of accountability, invite a friend. And last but not least, step five is write about your systems often, analyze them, and readapt them often. I think that's one of the most fun parts about having a systems mindset and a systems-based action plan overall is that because you are constantly overseeing your progress, you are constantly getting feedback from your results that are reflecting your system to you, you 
are able to embrace the process because you have to get creative about how you consistently readapt your system. And that's the other thing I really want to emphasize here is that even if you find yourself consistently having to tweak parts about your system, don't worry. No system is going to be sustainable for super, super long periods of time, right? Eventually, you're going to have to change it because maybe your goals have changed a little bit, the trajectory has changed a little bit, or the speed at which you are making progress is slower than you thought. Whatever it is, the fact that you are constantly tweaking your system is feedback in itself, but you are evolving, you are growing, your vision is growing, and as such, it's okay to adapt your action plan. So every day or every two days, I want you to sit down in the evening and ask yourself the following three questions as it relates to your goal. Number one, what are the three things that went well today? Two, what are three things that could have gone better? And three, how did my system support me or how did it not support me today? How can I readapt it to ensure continuing success? Now, readapting your system may involve breaking down your big action plan into even easier steps or picking less things to do in a day. It can involve changing the two-minute habit into something else that ensures you show up. So for example, if you already keep your running shoes by the door, maybe your two-minute habit becomes putting your running clothes out the night before, right? It may even be redefining the identity that you initially outlined in step one or when you initially set out to do this goal into something that is more aligned with who you are, your values, and the person that you're evolving to become, right? So for example, again, going back to the podcast example, instead of making posts to increase your social media engagement, maybe you start to value being a successful creator that makes videos. So you start shifting your plan from posting and like increasing social media engagement into focusing on how you can add value to your videos and thus video creating, right? Or maybe your definition of a creator is not someone who helps people find brands like, I guess like the influencers that are tossed to term that is tossed around nowadays, but instead somebody who provides value. So you start making resources and educational posts or working with brands that serve value like people who sell journals or who sell self-development plans, whatever this is, right? So you can see how as you evolve, as you grow, it is totally okay for your identity and your vision to change and as such your action plan to change, right? Always make sure that your system is directly aligned and directly giving rise to the person that you want to become at the end of this journey. So again, three things I want you to ask yourself at the end of each night or every two days. One, what are three things that went well today? Two, what are three things that could have gone better? And three, how did my system support me or how did it not support me today? How can I readapt it to ensure my continuing success? So that is your five-step framework. And that is all I have for you today, content-wise. And just to reiterate a few things and just to end the episode on um, some closing notes here is I want to remind you that the goal of a system mindset and developing this framework of a mindset is not to give you solely the pleasure of achieving your goal, 
but the discipline that it takes to achieve that goal, but also to be a consistent and accountable human being. Because as an unknown great quoter who we need to find the origins for this quote for, is when you're not motivated, you must learn to be disciplined. And by laying an easy groundwork for yourself through systems that help you to keep showing up, this is the most important art that you're continuously mastering. And by showing up, you are building trust in yourself to continue doing it and subsequently developing the confidence and the skills necessary to aim for and accomplish other goals, other bigger goals in your life later. So make this the focal point for your system. And don't forget, as James Clear once said, you do not rise to the level of your goals. You fall to the level of your systems. So that is your five-step framework, and that is all I have for you today, content-wise. And just to reiterate a few things and just to end the episode on um, some closing notes here, is I want to remind you that the goal of a system mindset and developing this framework of a mindset is not to give you solely the pleasure of achieving your goal, but the discipline that it takes to achieve that goal but also to be a consistent and accountable human being because as an unknown great quoter who we need to find the origins for this quote for is thank you for tuning in to another episode of the commitment to growth podcast everyone it was so lovely to talk to you about systems versus goals today i hope you enjoyed that i hope you gained a ton of knowledge from this week's episode if you liked it don't forget to send me a note on instagram or facebook it's at commitment to growth podcast you can get all the latest episodes on the podcast there newest reels newest episodes check out newest guests that have been on the show um all that good stuff, all the resources I'm dropping for you guys on there consistently. You can also subscribe to the Commitment to Growth newsletter to get weekly sources of self-development and self-improvement that are actually supplementary to the topic that we talk about on the podcast that week. So odds are this week, I will be sending out something about uh, systems and how to implement them into your own life. So if you're interested, go subscribe to the newsletter. You can head to my link in my bio on Instagram and enter your email and you'll be all set. And if you're enjoying these episodes and if you have suggestions for more, it has been so lovely connecting with some of you on Instagram that have sent me messages about how the episodes have helped you or touched you in some way. And I love connecting with you and I love receiving those messages. So thank you if you're someone that has sent one and if you wanna send one and continue the conversation and just talk, please send it over because I'm so happy to chat whenever, always. I'm so happy to hear from you. So yeah, shoot me a message, like this episode, leave a rating, subscribe for future episodes. And until next time, have a great rest of your week. Stay healthy, stay happy, and keep your head up. Keep working towards your goals. Love you lots and see you in the next episode.